Okay, we are uh, continuing here in V'chaye O'ilam Nata B'Seicheinu, talking about Taira, and we are up to Ches slash Dalid, on the bottom of page Kuf Dalid. It should be right to this. Mom, it should be the second page. Yeah. So this is just a quote from the Gemara, and then the next piece is going to be a elaboration. Amrav Yudam Arav Gemara Bava Metzia My Dechsev. The pasuk says in Yirmiya, Miha Ish Hachachim. Who is the wise person? The Yavin Ezayis who could understand this. Vasher Diber Pi Hashem Elav Yagida Ama of the Haaretz. So Chazal Darshan this pasuk to mean Davar Ze Amru Chachamim V'Loi Pershu. In other words, the Chachamim said this and they weren't able to explain it. Why was it that the Beis Hamikdash was destroyed? Amrum Neviim Pershu. The Neviim also said, Ama of Daaretz. Why was the land destroyed? It had, the passage says, Only Hashem was the one who was able to actually relate the reason for the destruction of the base Hamikdash in Eretz Yisrael. Hashem said, why? Because they left my Torah. They forsake my Torah. Amrav Yehuda Marav, what does that mean? What do you mean? They didn't learn Taira? They were learning Taira. The Gemara says that they were not reciting Birchas HaTaira. They did not make a bracha on Taira before they learned Taira. So now if we go to the next piece. This is a quote from the Mishnabura. And the Mishnabura is going to explain this Gemara. And the Mishnabura says in Simon Memzayin in Hilchas Birchas HaTaira, Shalai Lilmaid Ad First thing is a person has to be careful not to learn until he um, until he may, recites Birchas HaTayra. The Mishabru is going on the words of the Shulchan Aruch. It says, Birchas HaTayra Tzarech Li Zohar Ba Ma'oid. You have to be very, very careful, Ma'oid, about saying Birchas HaTayra. And on the words Ma'oid, Rashi says, not to learn until you recite Birchas HaTayra. Then Rashi continues, V'yivarech Oisa B'Simcha Gidayla. When one recites Birchas HaTayra, it has to be with great happiness. Why? So says the Mishnabura, why is it Pesimcha Gedayla? Because on the Pasuk that Hashem said the land was destroyed because they left my Torah, Chazal say, he was asked, the Nevi'im were asked this question, they were learning Torah. Umatsinu, so what's what does Tyra have to do with it? Umatsinu Shakalzman Shayaiskin Batira, Vitara Kadishbarchalavainasayim. We find the concept that whatever Averis a person or Klai Israel is doing, Kalzman the Klai Israel is involved in learning Tyra, Hakadishbaru overlooks the Averis. Hakadishbaru, he writes in parentheses here, Vitar means Hashem is Michael, Hashem um, is uh, forgives the Averis. Vitor doesn't necessarily o- always mean that. But here he's saying it means that a Kaddish Baruch Hu, if a per is learning Taira, it could bring about Mechila and other Averis. So, so the Nevi'im were very bothered and the Chachamim were very bothered. Why is the, work, the, the land being destroyed? We're learning Taira and Kozman, we're learning Taira, even though, yes, we have terrible Averis, but we're learning Taira. So, so therefore, on the outside, externally, the Nevi'im and the Chachamim couldn't figure it out. 
But Hashem, who knows the inside of everyone's heart, He knows, (laughs) However, HaKadosh Baruch Hu knew that even though they were learning Taira, they were not doing it, (laughs) They were learning Taira like any other uh, subject or any other wisdom, other things out there in the world, all different types of Chachmas to learn. Taira is one of them. And the, what was the indication that they didn't really learn Taira l'shem limar ha-Taira? Because they did not write, recite Birchas ha-Taira first. Shalai ha-Yisa ha-Taira chashuva b'neim. Taira was not, didn't have that extra specialness to it, that chashivus. So therefore, just like you don't recite a bracha before you learn math, and you don't recite a bracha before you learn science, and you don't recite a bracha before you learn philosophy, you don't recite a bracha before you learn the next subject called Talmud, or Tyra, or Bible, whatever you're going to learn. So therefore, didn't have that special chashivas, they were learning it like Shar Chachmas, which is a chiddish, because the way they were learning it, the Chachamim and Nevi'im said, what's going on? They're learning Tyra. That means they were being mafapal but Tyra, they were being mechadish Tyra, there was, you know, there was, there was uh, the fire of Tyra, there, there must have been real Tyra going on, the Chacham and Nevi'im couldn't figure out, but Hashem knew that deep down inside, it wasn't L'Shem Limerat Tyra. It was another thing, it was a nice intellectual exercise, it, was, it made them smarter, made them a more, uh, uh, you know, uh, methodical thinker, all the problem solver, there's a lot you could get from Limerat Tyra. So, and the proof to that was that they didn't recite Birchas HaTayra. So therefore the Tyra wasn't, Megan did not protect them. This is all the Mishnah Buru talking. So therefore if you see that a person's Limerat HaTayra could be measured in how he recites Birchas HaTayra. So therefore says the Mishnah Buru person has to be extra careful. And give praise to Hashem what is Hashem chose us from the nations means he gave that keli that vessel that he was beloved to him he HaKadosh Baruch Hu loves the Torah and he gave it to us and we have to give shvach v'hayda to HaKadosh Baruch Hu that he gave us that Torah and when a person says it b'simcha like he started off Person has to say, "B'simcha gedayla." It's an extra joyous thing if you realize what Birchas Hatayra is. Now it's interesting because the Mishabura says the words "Litein Hayda" to give praise, and he uses the bracha of Asher Bachar Banu. Now we know that we recite two brachas at least. It's a machlekes maybe if it's three of Birchas Hatayra. We have Lasoik Bedivrei Saira. Shagadishalom Mitzvahs Bedzivanu Lasoik Bedivrei Saira. Now that bracha sounds more. Like a brich berchas hamitzvahs, right? You make a bracha. Asher kedushan mitzvahs b'zivano al natilas lulav lahadik ner shalchanaka lasik b'divrei sera. Usually, that's the context of a bracha you recite before you do a mitzvah. Is asher kedushanu b'mitzvahs of lasik b'divrei sera, and then we have the bracha. Then we have the continuation of haravna, which is going to be the next piece we're going to read, and that's machlaikas in the in the paiskim. Is it one continuous bracha or is it two separate brachas? Um, and there's, so we're, we're noyeg that 
one should say it as one long bracha, no one should answer Amen in the middle, but it's really a machlaikas if it's two separate brachas. And then there's the bracha of Asher Bachar Bonami Kalo Amim, Binasan Lanu Now that bracha sounds more like a Birchas uh, like the Mishaburu is saying, Asher Bachar Banu. Hashem, we were thanking Hashem, praising Him, that He chose us and gave us the Torah. We're not specifically talking about we're getting ready to learn Torah, that's the other bracha. Another question? Yeah. Okay. Uh, there's a Rambam that says that in Talmud Torah, the people who learn Torah for the wrong reasons eventually will come to learn them for the right reasons. And, and uh, it seems like the, the, for all these, these people who are such deep in Chachmah and they're learning, it, you would think that they were going to learn for the right reasons eventually. So, uh, so there, Ha'isik Yasak Adam Lishma, A person should always learn Torah, says the Gemara, even if it's not Lashem Torah. Shaloi Lishma. Why? Because from eventually, like you're saying, it will become to Lishma. Now the question is, what do those words mean? What does it mean you should learn Taira Shaloi Lishma? So there's Taisvis in a few places in Shas ask the question, because in another place it speaks very derogatorily about someone who learns Taira Shaloi Lishma. So Taisvis says it depends what your Shaloi Lishma is. If a person learns Shaloi Lishma means because he wants covered or he has to make a parnasa or things like that, which means to say he's really learning Torah because he knows Torah is much more chashav than anything else. But he's not doing it just only for the sake of learning and nothing else. He has other ulterior motives that if he knows a lot of Torah, he can become a rav and people will stand up for him and they'll give him covet. And if he knows the answer to the questions, people will say, oh, wow, you're such a brilliant Amalchacham. That is what it means a person should learn Torah Shalai Lishma because eventually, once you start learning the Torah, there's a Meshachachma about this, it says once you get into the Torah, it, 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 Torah is like a hard thing to do. It's a hard to learn. It's a lot of toil. So a person goes into it, and sometimes it's for, for other motives. But he knows he's learning Torah, that's something special. If he goes in that, eventually, once he gets into it, he'll come to a point that he's learning Torah for no other purpose other than this is Hashem's Torah that I want to learn. That's what that means. But if a person, the, the other Gemara says, Shalai Lishma, you shouldn't learn, don't learn Torah, Shalai Lishma, that means if a person is learning Torah because he wants to um, slug up the Torah, he wants to ask questions, he wants to start up with Hamid Chachamim, you know, if a Rashiv is saying a shir, so he's going to go prepare beforehand just to, to, to prove him wrong, that the person shouldn't do. But in both of those situations, the person is understanding that Torah is something special. Here, they were learning it just as another regular subject. So they weren't even understanding really how special Tyra is. And that it doesn't seem that you have that promise that it will come to, come to Lishma. Got it. One more question? Sure. Okay. Uh, so the, the riot that the Chachabim used that the basement just was a strip of the never said Birchas of Torah. I w- uh, one would think though that a stronger riot is, is, the, is how they acted with Adam the Chavero, no? Well, the question was, what do, what do you mean? Uh, and, that's, and that's why what? Right. We're talking about the second base of Mikdash, yeah? Well, actually, it's, this one's the first, actually. This is actually the first base of Mikdash. This okay. is the first base of Mikdash. Okay. Um, yeah, this is the first base of Mikdash. Okay. okay. The second one was destroyed for what you're saying. Okay. Right. Okay. right. The second one was destroyed for Sinas right? The first base of Mikdash was for Avaydazara and Arayas and, and murder and Shrikh's Okay. Right. Right. You said at the beginning of the year that. One would think that if you learn Talmud Torah correctly, you get mechila for those pictures. Right, you would even get mechila. Right, that's what it's. That's what it says. That's what the Neviim said. Now, 
you have to, that's a whole different subject unto okay. itself. Okay. What does that mean? You can learn Tyre and do all the Averis and everything's okay. That, that can't be either. Okay. Right? So either it'll protect the person and eventually, hopefully, he'll come to do tshuva. You have to know exactly what, um, or it'll just, or, which, this is why I threw in Viter. Viter, he translated here in the parentheses as Mochel, to forgive. Viter sometimes just means Hashem overlooks it for some amount of time. Which is mean to say that really the base of the world, the earth soul should be destroyed, the base of should be destroyed. But if we're learning Tyra, it should at least push it off. It should protect us from the punishment that is going to happen. The question is, but it didn't protect us. So it doesn't mean that it's just wiping the slate clean necessarily. Okay. So now, so just, so that's what we have over here. So now, it just happens to be that um, I once gave a share about this many years ago. Uh, many years ago, a number of years ago, Shavuos time, in understanding what is Birchas HaTayra, what type of bracha is Birchas HaTayra. And again, it may depend on which bracha we're referring to. So here the Mishavura talks about um, Asher Bachar Banu is Haida and Shvak. It's thanking Hashem, it's praising Hashem. The bracha of Asher Kedishan Ulasek B'Divrei Saira, the Chayadam writes, is a Birchas HaMitzvah. Um, there's a there's a, there's a Ramban there's a Ramban about this also that says it, that says Birchas Hatayra is a Birchas Hida as well. Um, there's there's a, there's a very famous um, Reb Chaim Salavetcher Chaim Brisker who he has his own gather and what Birchas Hatayra is. It's not a Birchas Hamitzvah. It's not a Birchas Hida. There's a special halacha that when you learn Torah, you have to make a bracha. The kiyum of mitzvah Hatayra is mechayev a person a bracha, but the I don't want to say the most geshmak, but one of the more geshmaka understandings in Birchas HaTayra is the Levush. The Levush writes that Birchas HaTayra is a Birchas HaNehenin. You make a bracha for the pleasure that you're getting. You eat an apple, you make a bar piya eitz. When you're done, you make a, you make a bar nefashas. There's a bracha rishayna and there's a bracha achrayna. Says the, says the Levush that Taira is so geshmak, it's so sweet, that you have to recite a Birchas HaNehenin before you eat the Tyra. And what's the second bracha? He says the second bracha is a bracha achrayna. Now usually you make a bracha achrayna after you eat something. Here in the, big, in the morning I make two brachas. Asher uh, Bacharbanu, let's say, is my birchas, uh, my first bracha. And Lasek B'divrei Sarev Aharevna is, he says, is the birch bracha achrayna. What's the bracha, bracha achrayna? I didn't, bracha achrayna should make before you go to sleep. At right? the end of the day. So says the Levush, no, you can't make it before you go to sleep. What happens if you wake up in the middle of the night? You have a mitzvah to continue to learn. So when could you make a bracha achrayna on yesterday's Torah? Only the next morning. When the day is over, there's no more learning. So every morning you make first a bracha rishayna and the coming day's learning, and then you make a bracha acharayna and the geshmak of yesterday's. Now even though it's a little out of order, because you would think you make the bracha acharayna first, he says, <coughs> well actually you do, I'm sorry, you make, you say alasik with the first, right? Right then, Asher Bachabanu second. So he says, lastly, he, he, so he, the way he writes it is, one of them is a bracha rishayna, one is a bracha achroina. Which one's which? He says, I would think that the vaharivna, lastly, the reserve vaharivna, is the bracha achroina. And he says, why? He says, a beautiful vart. He says, he says that, um, he says that when a person, let's say a person, a person eats something that's very spicy. He eats something that's very spicy. Fine. So that's, taste remains in your mouth. 
But what happens when you then eat the next thing? You go have a cracker, you go have a something else. When it doesn't have to be something even sweet. You have something bland. What happens to the first taste? It's gone. It's gone. So now, Tyra is so sweet and gishmak. We learn Tyra all day. I'm learning Tyra all day. Now the next morning, I'm going to now learn more Tyra today. So what's going to happen to the Tyra I learned yesterday? Is it going to be that today's taste is going to get rid of yesterday's taste or not? So we ask Hashem, Yesterday's Torah that we learned should remain sweet today, even though we're going to throw in much more new sweet stuff. And even more sweet stuff, maybe. Let's say you have a little sweet. You add more sweet to it. You don't taste it. You have a, you know, you have a little uh, sucking candy. Good. It's a little sweet. Then you have like a Laffy Taffy, right? You don't taste the sucking candy's taste anymore. Because the new taste, even if it's too sweet, this is, it's mevatalit. So it says the Levush, the Bracha Baharevnos, the Bracha Achroina, and yesterday's Torah, and we're asking HaKadosh Baruch Hu, don't let today's Torah be mavatal yesterday's sweetness. Keep that Kishmaka sweet taste in my mouth, in order, and then today, when I'm going to learn, it'll just be added and enhance that sweetness. So that is the Levush. So all different ways of understanding it. Now let's just finish up this last line of the Mishabura. Gamamru Chazal, Sheina Zoichachas Vishom, Lioisle Ben Tamachachacham, Avorzeh Sheina Nizabavichas. So Mishaburu says another another thing Chazal tells us that if a person is not Nizr and Birchas HaTayra so he chas v'shalom won't be zaycha to have a son who's a Tamachacham. Now obviously a son, there's Bechira and a son always has Bechira to become a Tamachacham but parents tefillahs can help out their children all the time. The Mishaburu says um, the Mishaburu says that um, that also here in Birchus HaTayra, he says a Lashen that V'tam mitiyah Parents always has to have to have a tvila always in their mouths. Lisbalo abeneyem shiyuloyim de taira v'tzadikim obali midas taivas. Constant thing. A person has to constantly be davening for their children. They should be loyim de taira tzadikim obali midas taivas. And that's a power that's a power that parents have to be able to daven for their children, to be mevarech their children, something that no one else's bracha could accomplish. So Sipurna says this, Beferish, Sipurna says that, um, it says that when Lavan chased after Yaakov, after he ran away with his family, and Lavan tells him, you know, why'd you run away from me? I want to go home. The next, the Pasuk says, Vayashkeim Lavan Bavoyker, he got up in the morning, and Vayinashik Lechal Banav Ubnaisa Vayivarachasem. He kissed them and then he gave them a bracha. Why do we need to know in the Torah that Lavan gave his children and his Ainiklach a bracha? Well, what do we need to know it for? Well, we're interested in his brachas, right? What do we need to know it for? Says the another, you know, you find. Um, so, so he says, the Sipurna says, because that's the power of the bracha of a parent. The Torah wants to teach us, even though father was Lavan. Lavan, but the kayach of a bracha of a parent or a tvila of a parent for a child is unmatched. And that is part of Birchas HaTayra, that if a person is able to daven, and that's, let's go quickly into the next, to the next, uh, what's it called, to the next piece. Zel Sha'aymrin Bevirchas HaTayra, this is from a sefer called Raz Taira, I don't know who it is. Harib no Hashem Likeinu Esdivritzeroschabefinu. There's only bracha, if you think about it, there's no other bracha that we daven like this for. Maybe a lady, when she says, Alokas Neiris, has a tefillah there, that she says, for her children, all type of stuff. That's wonderful, but there's no bracha. Chazal or Mesakin. 
it's not a chi of bracha. It's a tefillah to say. That Torah should be sweet in our mouths. We delve in for all of Klai Yisrael. It has to be sweet, and we daven for all of Klai Yisrael. It's another unbelievable bracha. When you daven in the morning, it's not only for your own children, your grandchildren, it's for all of Klai Yisrael. When, when, when the Godel Hadar says, Birchus HaTayra, he's giving you and your child a bracha as well, that they should have a Geshmak in Torah today. You don't have to go to the Godel Hadar, he's davening for us. The, the amount of tefillahs every day for every person's Limud HaTayra, no one ever learns Taira alone. When you open up a Chumash in the morning, even if you said your own Birchus HaTayra, you, you're coming with hundreds and thousands of birchas hatayras, of tefillas, that, that peep Kla Yisrael has been davening for everyone. And he continues, You want your children to be loim de taira? You want your children to be yoyde shemecha? You, you want your children to be yireim? And they should have a geshmak in Torah. You have to have a geshmak in Torah. Torah has to be sweet to you. Shigam heim yitnu erka Your children are going to have sweetness in Torah if you have sweetness in Torah and you show them the sweetness in Torah and you show them the geshmak in Torah and mitzvahs. Avalim lo yareven but if not, What do you expect? Your children should be better than you. You don't have a geshmak in Torah. It's all about us. It starts with us, the way we view things, the way we have things. I say the story. Rabbi Leif said the story last week when he spoke at a, at a thing for, for, for parenting children. This is, uh, it was, you know, this, it was once a kin, in a preschool, you know, you dress up as the Shabbos mommy and the Shabbos Abba or Tati or whatever school you go to. So, kids, so one of the kids gets up, you know, it's, it's to make Kiddush, they all get up with a Becher. Shabbos Tati make Kiddush, and before he starts, he says, Oh, such a Shvera week, the stock market didn't do too well, and you know, and it's, 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 uh, you know, it's a cutthroat, it's a cutthroat world, and if you don't get them first, they're out to get you. That's how his father made Kiddush every week. So he said, he once said this over, he said once over in Stalin, he said over to Stalin of Ismajish in, in, in Williamsburg, and a guy came over to me afterward and says, my wife also has a preschool, but let me tell you what Misa she had. One kid got up to make Kiddush, and he says, first we like to thank Mommy for all the hard work she did this week. Then we like to thank all the kids that for setting up for Shabbos. It's all about what you do, and that's it. If it's Harav Noah Shemali Kainu as Divrei Sarascha Befinu, it starts with us. We have Harav so then, and it's interesting, whoever the safer is, Roz Taira, I think he's being medayik something, and we'll finish with this. He's being medayik something in the, in, the, in, the, in the bracha. I'm just being aiman on it now. Harav no Hashem Lekeinu is a tefillah. Let Taira be sweet in our mouths and the mouths of Abcha Beis Yisrael. Now, what's Veniya Anachnu? I always understand Vini Anachnu is also a tefillah. We're davening to Hashem. I think he's learning it's not a tefillah. It's a mitzias. If it's sweet to us, you know what's going to happen then? It's a fact. It's not a tefillah. It's a fact. If Torah is sweet to us, then we have a havtach from HaKadosh Baruch Hu that said, Okay, we'll continue. Okay.